Hello and welcome to Empress Hour. If you've been listening for the last like 15 minutes and you would have heard me sort of cheekily pop on air and be like, oh guys, this is your 15 minute warning. Empress Hour's coming on. So, but anyways, I'm back um, and I'm here alone today. There's no Alex, it's just me, which actually. It makes a change, I think, because normally Alex is, like, pulling the weight. So today I'm like, oh, I'm actually in, I'm doing it. But, you know, sometimes life happens, guys. But we're here, and today we've got lots of fun songs for you. And we've also got the lovely Georgie. Hi, Georgie. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And we're just going to have a chat today about the sort of things Georgie's been up to. And we can talk dating and relationships and all that kind of thing. But first, I want to go into our first song, because recently I've been seeing Dua Lipa videos just all over my tiktok Mm -hmm. of how amazing she is on tour like yeah have you seen it's insane i know of her dancers or like i've trained with some of her dancers and stuff and it's just insane it's like the job of the century it is for a dancer it's just it looks incredible it's incredible and i remember like the days where she was sort of not bullied but like sort of a meme wasn't she for her for her stage presence and dancing and she's just come out here now with this tour and she's just like if you don't know what i'm talking about just look up videos of her on tour because she's unreal Mm -hmm. like her stage presence she's just there it looks epic epic so i'm gonna play one of her new songs fever and then we'll come back and chat to georgie And we're back. Oh, love that song. I just love her. I love her. Even though, like, all her songs, they have a vibe where when you listen to it, it's like, you know it's Dua, but you mm-hmm. can't go wrong. She's just, she's so powerful. She is. She's like a female powerhouse. I feel like she commands attention. Yeah, a bit like Miley Cyrus. I was talking yeah. about her the other day. I'm obsessed with her. She is, like, powerhouse for women. Yeah. Just but, love her. The thing is, I feel like I've been under rock a little bit. Has Miley released anything recently? I think so, but I haven't heard it. Exactly. But I'm just obsessed like, with her hair. Her? And, yeah, her, yeah. Oh, man. and her vibe just as a person she just she's so I, oh gosh she's just so spicy <laughs> spicy we love spicy is that a picture of Miley in the corner of, no no it's not I was gonna say I, I looked to the left I'm like wait a minute she looks like Miley Cyrus but no it's not no mysterious yeah mysterious, mysterious person anyways let's get into the show today completely like Girl, if you know me, unscripted, unscripted vibes. We love that. Go with the flow. We love that. We've got no questions here. I just thought, you know what? We're getting Georgie in. We're going to just go with the flow and catch up because I think we had we did this before, didn't we? Mm-hmm. we had, so I'm going to consider this part two of where is Georgie at? What is she up to? <laughs> Give us all your... This is weekly wisdom in an hour. Like a whole hour, not five minutes. Oh so my goodness. The, the floor is yours today, girl. Goodness, so where am I at? Yeah, where, where are you at? at? Let's do. Let's start with sure. a catch. Oh, what you been so, up to? Oh my gosh, the dance scene is picking up again post COVID. So a lot of dance stuff's been happening. So Ooh, I've been doing. Okay. I was in a music video. I was in a film, yeah. but I can't say anything. Can you say anything about the music video? I don't think no, so. Is it either. all like in production? It's all Not very hush hush. Nothing's released <gasps> yet, wow. which is exciting. Um, back to like the clubbing festival scene. That is back. And as yeah. a woman, I just find that so liberating. 
That is so fun. Festival scene. Yeah, and like um, sort of club podium dancing and stuff. So what's that? Okay, let's fun. talk about this because I've never been to a music festival. If, if you're talking about music festivals, what's club yeah. podium? What is so what like, are these terms? So Teach the me. sort of thing I'm talking about is like you know when you go to a festival or a club and you have a DJ and there might be like dancers up on a platform or up yeah. by the DJ oh, right. and they'll just be like yeah, yeah. freestyling and going for it and it's so fun and free love. I and love that. Yeah, that is coming back for me. I took a bit of time out of that mm. for a couple of years through COVID and now I've decided to step back in and mm. oh my goodness, it is so much fun. It sounds like fun. It's just so liberating and like so freeing and as a woman I get to really like embrace my body and like mm. feel confident and powerful in it in a really like uh, I don't know like joyful mm. way like in a club or a festival everyone is there to celebrate or to party or yeah. to enjoy or be in the moment and it's just so fun to be in that environment and I yeah, know, it sounds I'm, amazing. I'm so here for it. So you've been doing that, you were filming mm. music videos, did you say a film as well? Yes. But acting? Or no, like a little no, dancey like, dance. Little dance. Oh my gosh, Dorothy! <laughs> honestly, every time I talk to you, I'm just in awe at like... Stop. You you take, and all this is like technically freelance, right? This yes. Is, so you're living the freelance life. Like Yes, I just recently went fully freelance, like last week. Brilliant, oh my god. Okay, I'm getting <laughs> tips from you because I'm going fully freelance in a month. Yay! So yeah, scary, yeah, but yeah. very exciting. The thing is, I was freelance before my placement, mm -hmm. but since I've been doing my placement, it's like okay, going back to freelance is another thing. But I'm looking yep. forward to the creative control. But yeah, what do you have any advice actually mm -hmm. on people who are maybe getting into freelance or are considering doing it? What is the main difference, and what that does that mean? Actually, this is a good conversation. I feel like because a lot of people hear the word freelance and they think free. What, are you working for free? And they don't sure, actually know okay, what yeah. it means. Like, what is it? Sure. Oh, gosh. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do um, it. So my understanding of freelance life mm. um, would be you're fully self-employed. You sort of source your yeah, own yeah. work. Um, you can work on different projects at the same time, different companies, depending on contracts, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, fully fr freelance life is a scary one, for can sure. Be, yeah, yeah. It can be scary. Like, I have been sort of tiptoeing around it since 2017 mm. and then I went fully freelance the month before Covid me too yep and two then Covid weeks, struck so two weeks before Covid poor timing yeah, yeah. actually really really bad timing um, because obviously with freelance life there is a lack of security mm -hmm. um, but you know what now things touch with seem to be coming back to normal yeah it's fab it's so much fun um it's definitely a risk. You've got to be brave to sort of jump in because you don't know when you're going to be working. But what I found is because I work in a number of different sort of genres of the creative industry, normally when one goes quiet, another one picks up. So yeah. it's quite good to like spread myself over a few so I can always cover my back a little bit. I agree. I think it, it can be quite scary because a lot of people think, you know, to be freelance, you have to be good. You have to give it time because you need to build up the clients and build exactly. up the long-term work. But mm -hmm. it's worth trying and slowly building it up and not being afraid of like, okay, I think there's a pressure of because it's freelance, you have to keep doing work or you can't mm -hmm. take breaks. Or I think giving it time is the best thing I can say to yeah. people. Slow and steady build up definitely. for sure. But you definitely have to work hard. Yeah, you really have to, have to. Especially in the cost of living crisis and being in London. Mm. London's where all the work is. 
but it also costs the most. Oh, for sure. I think as well, another thing is because you're freelance, it sort of gives the impression that you're not easily droppable, but because you're not contracted mm-hmm. over a long period of time and you're not sort of bound by that contract, it's this idea of, can I be dropped? But yeah. I think if you build the relationships over time, like any job, mm-hmm. those jobs will sort of speak for themselves. And if you're good, like, if you're last. good at your, work, at your work and you care mm. and you you deliver... There shouldn't be any reason to be dropped. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just work hard, hustle yeah. hard. And I think it's a it, people people need that creative control. I think like mm-hmm. maybe our generation more so, but I definitely I, I promote it all the way. Yeah, having the freedom to mm-hmm. do what you want. I mean, yeah, it's such baby. a privilege, but it's yeah, it's hard work. It, it is for sure. And we're back. We're joined today by the lovely Georgie, who's just been talking to us about what she's been up to and navigating freelance life. And freelance does not mean working for free. (laughs) (laughs) Don't people try all the time to get you to work for free? Yes. And when I was like 15 doing media and I heard the word freelance for the first time, I was like, what? (laughs) What is that? Why would anyone work for free? Yeah. (laughs) In hindsight, it's actually crazy. Like when I think of all the experience in the early days, I'm like, I really did work for free for a long time. Yeah, same. I did a lot of grafting for free. But those contacts and that experience has paid off. Mm. Obviously, I could not afford to work for free now. Um, Oh, the real world girl. Yeah, no, 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 no. But like when I was graduating and sort of in that in-between stage, working for free has definitely helped me. I learned a lot on jobs as well. Mm. Definitely like working for free, learning as you go. Um, But if you can get paid, I highly recommend. I would not recommend working for free. You know what though also is, I don't even think it's, always one or the other but recognizing that as you go along there are small bits you can do for free like i say with quotation marks like going to networking events exactly things like that that aren't necessarily giving all your time for free but like even just me as an example doing community radio Mm -hmm. alongside other things it invests in yourself and others you meet other people it helps Mm. the community it's that's a positive example of working for free Mm. um more i would consider that more of like a passion project rather than being taken advantage of yeah girl it's, like the it's, it's my job too it's my <laughs> sometimes i'm like is this my job I'm like you know but it is my job yeah but you kind of forget because i think with the sort of paid like paye system where people get paid annually or paid by hour mm-hmm. you sort of get caught in a i don't want to say trap but it's that thing of like i'm paid for my hour and i know what i'm getting mm-hmm. whereas i think creatively it's more of a, a jump it's a leap of faith of yeah I may not be getting paid for this, but it will open the doors that in exactly. the future will be, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like almost like chess, but you're, I've, I feel like I've made that metaphor so many times on this show, but you know, I think it's about trusting for sure. Yeah, yeah trusting your craft and trusting mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. So how do you, one thing I'm curious about is how do you go about finding, because you're a dancer and you're a model and you do all these different things what's been your journey with like finding work in those fields because i feel like so many people think of that as like a dream job you know Mm -hmm. like you're living the most beautiful sort of expressive it's such an expressive art form dance and modeling Mm -hmm. and you know writing and things like that even though you're not necessarily are you a writer do you write i'm a writer you're a writer too i knew it i knew it i knew it i felt it i said it But talk me through that. Like, how? What's your journey with finding jobs in those fields? Cool. Okay. So a lot of hard work, and I cannot express that enough. I'm talking graft. Like, so I am. Um, in terms of my dance background, I was raised in a family of dancers. So I went to dance from the age of three, and it would. It was like going to school. I never considered it as a 
like a I don't, I don't know, like a hobby or anything. It was, you go to school, you go to dance. Mm. It, was, it was just a way of life. And then um, obviously took it seriously through my teens. So through school, I would, I went to a really academic school, um, which was great. So I'd finish school at, well, I guess like half three. Then I'd go to train dance until 10 p.m. <gasps> yeah, and that was through my teens Oh my God, girl, every that's night. like the K-pop life. Like, you just made me think of K-pop. So like <laughs> they go into studio and they're training till 11, yeah, 12 p.m. Yeah, yeah, and like, that's how girl. it is in the dance world. Like if oh you want to take it serious. God. So I'd work till 10 p.m. every night. Um, and then I remember one day I got up at 5 a.m. to finish a fine art drawing for my A-level, well, my AS level, and then went to school, then went to dance till 10 p.m. at night. And that's the sort of mindset I was in to make it happen um, so already I had like a very strong work ethic because obviously competition is so high mm. um, and there are so many girls like me that look like me that want to be in that job um, and then yeah when I was 17 I went to Erdang so that's a three-year um, like diploma course uh, I guess like the Brit school or something like that mm. So professional dance training. I didn't realise you actually dedicate that much time. Oh my to gosh! Dance. Yeah, you have to de- dedicate your life. Like wow, it's not wow, wow. a question, really. Um, you really mm. like have to give your whole life to it. Like I didn't have a social life, anything like that. Um, like I definitely didn't date boys or anything like that. That was not a question. Um, but yeah, then I moved to London at seventeen, trained for three years, really hardcore. Again, and like eight a.m. till ten p.m. every day and stuff. And then I graduated, and I had no agent, no work, nothing. Mm. And I dedicated my life to dance. So then you sort of think, well, what am I gonna do? What now? Now, because yeah. I'm not gonna give up, obviously. Um, so I got a job, like a part-time shop job, and. I remember my first paycheck was £700 for the month and my rent was £880. Harsh times, guys. Harsh reality. It was, it was, it was rough. I was like, this is a creative choice right now. But then, um, fortunately, over the past... Then over that time, I just trained really hard. I went to open class all the time and then um, would submit myself for auditions that I'd see on Facebook or my friend of a friend of a friend would tell me or... Mm. Stuff like that, I would just constantly be asking and hustling and trying really hard to get in the room. And then I booked a few pretty big jobs. And then I started emailing agents and then emailing them again and then emailing them again. And, like, to be fair, one agent did say, please stop contacting oh. us. We don't want to hear from you. know you. what it means? You've done it properly. I mean, they've got their attention. Yeah, I, I got like. their attention. Yeah. But um, then I finally got signed to my agent that I have now and they're amazing. I absolutely love them. Oh, who's the... It's AMCK. AMCK. And they're just epic. Like, I love them so much. Are they they s- really... specifically a dance agency? They do dance and modelling and fitness. Okay. But, um, they were like my dream agent and um, they took a chance on me like Mamma Mia song <laughs> and took uh, a chance on me <laughs> exactly it's only words maybe, I know. maybe <laughs> cue that later <laughs> but um no they sort of did leap of faith and believed in me and they've given me some epic opportunities and then from there it sort of just developed and developed and then the more work you do the more people you know and it's that constant network whilst you're on a job find the next job Mm -hmm. you've got to be proactive being a freelancer you can't sort of wait for work to come to you um, because then you would 
die hungry and poor. And oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's the scary. I think that's yeah. sc- was the scary part for me. It's being proactive. We're yeah, like so proactive. You're constantly like, or, it's like you're still applying to things constantly, constantly and it's just yeah. reaching out this person, that person. But it really does get easier. At first, what may seem daunting becomes a natural way of life. For sure. Yeah, I sort of have learned to lean into the insecurity now that's and try it. and like embrace it and enjoy it and think, okay, I don't have to work next week great yeah, yeah, I can yeah. go and do this or exactly. if someone says are yeah. you free tonight to do this job I can say yeah I'm ready yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good do you know it's the scary part is being like right to give yourself time you have to essentially either say no to something or be in a strip of time where no work's coming in and it's that insecurity mm-hmm. that is scary yeah the lack of work yeah. is scary but I think over time you learn to trust yourself and mm-hmm. trust the universe where like yeah. I can say no to this, something will replace it. It's yeah. abundance mindset. And like mm-hmm. one small but significant example for me was a job where I was going to get into this a bit later, but um, a job where essentially they were messing around with my recording dates mm-hmm. and they cancelled the two dates we were supposed to do. And because of that, I missed out work with another freelancer. Oh no, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so man. I sort of was, I cheekily asked if there's some kind of cancellation fee policy, even though it wasn't technically cancelled, yeah. it was just pushed back a long time. Yeah. A lot of meetings and something just felt off to mm-hmm. me. But yeah, they didn't do that. But another freelancer, another freelance thing that I do, offered that without me even asking what so, a cancellation fee yeah i didn't even ask and mm-hmm. they cancelled a job on me the same yeah. day that they offered me the job they cancelled and then paid me the money oh, for that wow. full weekend that's amazing so i got paid to stay at home and sunbathe so that was amazing but not everyone does that and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. something you're always entitled to but it's always worth exploring and asking and checking for sure always worth properly reading your contract yeah yeah, yeah. always always read that and i really wanted to get that in somewhere today didn't yeah, i just read your contracts but, yeah, guys it's so important and add it in if it's not there don't be afraid to add it in just have that conversation because Mm -hmm. you're a freelancer and what is important is covering your back because it's not that one fixed long contract it's individual projects Mm -hmm. so if someone cancels on you they're putting you out of work destroying not destroying but you're moving around relationships with other freelancers yeah so that needs to be considered you're not just pay they're not just paying for your service they're paying for your time mm-hmm. they're paying for the sacrifices you're making to be there with them mm-hmm. so it's about knowing your value and even if you're at the start of your game which i am treating it like you've been there for 10 years like no i'm a professional it's mm-hmm. that professional mindset yeah for sure yeah. no always be kind Mm-hmm. You'll be amazed how far it gets you. Yeah. You know, people will remember that. People will want to work with you again. People will recommend you for it's other so jobs. Important. That's it. That's the most important yeah. thing. It's because being likable. Re- yeah, but like really genuinely is. kind. Like I recommend girls that I might have worked with four years ago on a day shoot mm. because I remember, oh, they were they were really nice and they fit the brief for something else where someone said, do you know anyone that fits? Yeah. So, and I... I will do that myself i will Same. like purely Same. on kindness and if they were good yeah i recommend them so you never know like five years down the line who's going to remember you exactly and give exactly. you a call and this is where people either see it as a as, as a pro or a con where like the industry is who you know mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily always the fairest thing but nope. use it to your advantage that's the best i can say and it's not a bad thing like if you if it's in your power to make those connections which anyone can do even just by tapping a few buttons on linkedin yeah if it's in your power from the bottom up to build a connection with someone then use that because just by being you and 
honest like being not just forcing it obviously but being genuinely sort of kind and helpful that karma will come back Mm -hmm. and like even at work one time we had this girl call up um this has nothing to do with me but she called me up in the office i was like hi yeah through to the entertainment and she essentially wanted to give someone the chance to audition for a role because she had helped this girl like five years ago no way yeah so like it's that thing of like you remember and then you give them the chance to then yeah. or like oh I, I heard of this job i thought of you you're not yeah. necessarily handing it on a silver platter but like mm-hmm. this is what gets people through the door through the door yeah you gotta help and it's like the sisterhood as well yeah sisterhood, you know women supporting sure. women so oh, yeah. here for it same mm-hmm. always here for it and um before <laughs> before we get more into our chat i've actually found the abba song stop it i did I uh, if you that. heard if you guys heard me typing <laughs> like a few minutes ago yeah i found it so we're gonna play it and go into our ads and we'll be Play back it. after that to talk a bit more about the world of dance and modeling because i've got a lot of questions Ooh. and we're back you're listening to empress Hour. me and georgie were just having an interesting chat about again like i, I feel like i'm relearning a lot today because we both uh-huh. do freelancing we're talking about writing and whether like we charge for like each word per or, word or per yeah time that's or? an interesting question if anyone's listening do we charge per word or per per time or per article like it's crazy i offer both and then they can pick what they want to wow, do wow so how did you how did you decide how you were going to do that i did a lot of research because yeah. i didn't know so um mm-hmm. i'm very much a self-teacher um so you've got no choice you, you learn have as no you choice. go you just gotta go go yeah. for it jump off the cliff and hope so mm-hmm. a lot of research and I found that a lot of people will give the option of charging per word and then per like average amount. So for example, I'll say 600 words is this much money and I know I can do that much, that length of article in an hour. But do you do that if they offer you as well? Because when I wrote, I was offered just a, a lump sum cool. and I just said, yeah. See, normally people ask me for my rate. Interesting. So that's harder. Yeah. Because if someone offers yeah, yeah. you, you know if it's a yes or a no. Or you can negotiate. You know their their boundaries. Whereas when they leave the ball in your court, it's like, oh, do I overset? I've struggled. Oh, with I feel like that's what people do now to catch. You know, when you apply mm. for something and they ask your day rate while you, before you apply, I'm always oh. paranoid that they're going to give the job to someone who's asked for Cheaper, the lower day yeah. rate. Yeah, but then you don't want to undersell yourself. You don't want to undersell yourself, so you find the happy medium. And mm. I did that. I offered a certain rate, actually got a job, and realized that that rate for voiceover was way too low. <gasps> No. Yeah, and renegotiated, and luckily they met it, sort of. Amazing. They went a little bit lower, but kind of met it. Fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I learned in that moment as well, like, do I charge per word or I speak? <laughs> Google. Yeah. Google is your best yeah, yeah. friend. Ask your freelance friends. Mm-hmm. Like, people always feel awkward about talking about salaries and money, which I understand, but it's really important. Mm. Really, really important. So you will know that you're being treated fairly. Um, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And no pressure, guys, if you mess up the first or second time or feel like Oh, my you, gosh, for sure. Yeah, because you only know by doing and remember abundance. It will come along again, no matter how scarce it may seem. Yeah. It will come along. And the more experience you have, the better it will get. For sure, for sure. So let's get back into... We were talking so much about, like, the financing side of things. This is just a conversation for me. It's not even for radio, to be fair. Like, I'm really enjoying this. But I did want to talk to you a bit about dance and modeling because these Mm -hmm. are two professions that when you hear i feel like arguably other careers that have the most like i don't know stigma behind it and like concerns and 
because it's based on it's all based around the body like a mm-hmm. lot you do is based around the body and that must come with certain pressures mm-hmm. expectations and we've seen from like famous films out there like black swan even like what the sort of reality of it can be which is often portrayed quite negatively i think mm-hmm. with both modeling and dance but i just wanted to get an actual dancer and models like take on it and Ooh. what your experience was like like we want all the the real stuff you want the real stuff the real stuff we don't want nothing sugar-coated but if it is sugar-coated that's fine like if that was your experience and it wasn't challenging if that makes Mm. sense and that's fine too but i am curious about it sure so oh that's a big one we i know we can start easy let's start with maybe like when you first got into it like is anything that surprised you immediately um my first couple of jobs professionally were very challenging in terms of body image and the environment that surrounded that. Mm-hmm. Um, like the rumours and the the things you would imagine very much true. Um, I don't know many girls that haven't struggled themselves at yeah. one point or another. Um, myself included. There was definitely a point where I stopped for a couple of months, stopped dancing just because it had got so negative um, for me in the industry. Negative in, in what way, sorry? In terms of body image and oh, like yeah, being yeah. accepted. Um, oh, it's been such a long journey. COVID definitely helped um, because obviously COVID, I lost all my work. I moved out of London. I spent a lot of time in the countryside with people that weren't dancers for the first time ever. So you needed to get out of it is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and it really like changed my perspective on everything Mm. um, and it really improved my relationship with my body Um, but it took a lot of time Mm. and now I'm back in the industry I can definitely say from my own from my experience it might be different for someone else but I would definitely say it's got better the industry's definitely got better in terms of accepting like different body types um and be i've definitely felt more comfortable on set um and there's been an active effort to make people feel welcome and included as they are well would you say the pandemic had something to do with that then yeah i definitely think so. that's really intriguing to me that a pandemic can cause such a sort of flip turn in the experience such social change wasn't there in the pandemic like the black lives matter movement which is obviously so important still going Yes, yes and um like all of that sort of thing and inclusivity and raising awareness for different things and raising awareness for uh, the increase in domestic abuse and there were there were so many social topics that had a greater awareness because of COVID. Yeah, I think in a way it obviously brought out a lot of um it brought a lot more challenges with it too in terms of like even though there's more conversations surrounding these, it's also more problems as well because people that that do obviously have domestic sort of issues in their Mm. home will be more exposed to that because they're stuck at home so I feel like in a way like it's a strange one because there were a lot more challenges that came with the pandemic but also room to discuss and explore and start those movements so Mm. that's interesting though that that even though it makes sense, I'm still like surprised that, mm. that the experience can be a lot more positive coming out of it. Significantly better. But also, that might be to do with myself. So I spent a lot of time in lockdown sort of reflecting on myself and changing changing the things that needed to be changed. Um, and like 
yeah, making healthier, better choices for myself, mm. um, whether that be like mentally, physically, career-wise, whatever yeah. that may be. Um, so I'd say my relationship with myself changed as well. I love that. Yeah, and I can see that. Guys, I feel like even though there. even though I've not known you like that long, Thanks. what I really love about you and like it's so it's been so clear from day one is. Oh, I don't know, this girl is just amazing. I always just you know, I don't know how to put into more words than that. Just like every time I see you, like you radiate such a I don't just say this, but such a beautiful energy where you can see but it's not from nowhere, you can see that you've put that work into yourself. Like every word that comes out your mouth, every weekly wisdom. Aww. It's not just crap. It's it's come from the graft. It's come Thanks from so like much being aware, self-aware, mm. and, like, working to that point. It's taken a lot of work, and I would say a lot of wrong choices, a lot of mistakes. Thanks for making mistakes. We can all benefit from it now. Like... Thanks to your life mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> now we can all benefit like, on it. some real questionable choices back you do in it the day. For, you do it all for the team. <laughs> all for the team. But, you know, like, at the end of the day, it has led me to where I am now, but it was a rough couple of years. Like, personally, like, internally to mm. like work through a lot of a lot of stuff but everyone has their own baggage everyone has yeah. their own private life they have to deal with but um it's definitely taken, taken would, would you say then that career if anything almost brings it out like a shadow sort of like every, all the insecurities that may have already been there mm-hmm. it brings it out rather than yeah. creates it, it almost it definitely brings out the bad side of people i would say or like insecurities really um like shut you like oh man it's just your insecurities can really come out a lot of jealousy because it's so visual a lot as well of, yeah competition it's just yeah it it really was quite bad when i i was also really young in the industry i was often the youngest on set by quite a considerable wow. amount of time which is amazing on the one hand but on the other hand it was just horrendous like emotionally um but yeah, we're here on the other side now, and I'm now one of the oldest on set. Woohoo! <laughs> and do you think that helps? Then now you've got the experience, yeah, and you're a lot older. Do you feel like it's now a bit more like your playground, your yeah. playing field? Yeah. And I was speaking to a girl over the weekend who's younger than me and just sort of starting in the industry, and she was saying like, oh, like the sort of concerns that I had at that age, and the stuff that really does affect you as a young woman, really, really like does. what? Like what? What's the one thing that you'd say you hear the oh, most, and like image. something you'd say to then help people if anyone else has that has body that problem? image for sure. Yeah, like that's definitely, definitely an issue. It's definitely got better, but it, I think it's at the forefront of most women's mind. Let alone if you're a dancer. Yeah, just Media, on a daily basis. Everything. Yeah. Um, and I was just sort of saying to her, like, don't care. Like, actually don't care. If you know you're good and you, you train hard and you're healthy, then if you can, just self-love oh God, it's man. always a mindset of, like, you have to get you're into that powerful, mindset like, of, like, I don't give a damn anymore. Yes. Like, you always have to fake it till you make it. Yeah, like, I'm done hating yeah. myself. But mm-hmm. that has taken from the age of, like, 18 to 25, I would say the past couple of months, to wow. get to the point. So that's horrendously seven years. But even but you know what? It's a journey. Like it's mm-hmm. not something that happens overnight. I wish it was that simple, yeah. but it's a lifetime. It really is. Like, and also yeah. the people you surround yourself by. Like mm-hmm. I'm so the media around you. The for media, sure. like the stuff you take in, the stuff you listen to, and also your friends and your family. I'm so fortunate to have really strong, kind women around me, like yourself, Jada. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I was just 
thinking the same thing though about you so yeah but it's so true like surround yourself with good people it changes everything it does it's just such you a have powerful to, thing especially if you're in working in the industry like like that that can be a little mm. bit like can bring out so much yeah. you have to counteract it and yeah. i can't stress enough how important it is to follow like even just on tiktok if you're someone who scores on tiktok follow body, body positivity accounts yeah. i wish i knew her name just off the top of my head maybe i can see i just don't find it now. any of that like positive oh, negative right. nothing interesting gone like gone. cut out and um for example i was on a job the other day and i know i did a really good job dance wise but when they were like, do you want a photo in your costume? For me, now my new personal boundary is no. I don't want to... I don't want the photo. Like, yeah. it's fine. Everyone's like, but you look great. But I know where my mindset goes. It goes very critical that's very it. quickly. So you know it's just cut yeah, it out. it's just better exactly. to not. Have a great no, time. I, yeah. And that's that. That's so true. I think, yeah, that's true. You don't even have to follow... I mean follow body, body positivity counts if you want but you also don't have to you yeah, can you just ignore it all completely yeah. almost just I think sometimes as well you don't even you're not even aware you think something isn't damaging but in the long run it is like mm -hmm. for instance we all use our phones when we wake up in the morning exactly. but they say don't they say don't for half an hour because mm -hmm. of its adverse effects but anyways I'm sure if you googled it you could find more information on that but for now we're going to go back into an ad and then you can join us afterwards because we're still here with Georgie <laughs> Celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee with 70 over 70s across southwest London. My name is Martin, I'm 81. My childhood was fantastic. I lived in the country. Well, I was born in India and I didn't come here till about seven years old. But I lived in the country in Wiltshire. But I went to school, prep school in Kent and always used to travel through London. I was met by my godfather and I still remember the first time him taking me under the Thames in a tube and it was really exciting. I lived in London, north of the river, for 20 years. Then I moved here in 2007 and I've been here ever since. How's it changed? It's got busier, the roads have got more and more congested. I don't think the crime's gone up apart from one or two areas. The very first time I saw television was when she was coronated. And that was on a tiny screen, almost as big as your hand, black and white, and it was the most exciting day. Ever since then, she has been my heroine. I think she has done an amazing and fantastic job. She is the head, the titular head of the armed forces, and they all love her dearly. Platinum People on Riverside Radio. And we're back. I've just <laughs> challenged Georgie to think of an affirmation for the end of the show. She's like, I'm giving her like 10 seconds. I'm literally scrolling through my yoga notes. Oh my class. God. Like, what one can I use? I'm challenging you to do it on, just on the top of your head. See if see what channels through your body at the end of the show. Gosh, okay. It can even be like five words. Like Affirmations can be short and snappy. It can be long. Mm -hmm. But think of it as a challenge. No okay. pressure if you can't. I got one. You got one? I think maybe. No way. It's a bit rubbish, but oh. you're going to go with it. Okay, at the end. At I'm the excited. Okay, Woohoo! This is just because I couldn't be asked to do it. You do realise that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Anyways, so we're back and we've been talking today about Georgie, her life, her dreams, her job, 
and that sounds very like vague but it's been more interesting than that but you know what I mean just Georgie her life but no we've, we've had some really interesting chats about freelancing and the world of dance and the sort of pressures that can come with it and I think you're an amazingly strong woman I can't say that enough but also in a lot we've got five minutes left now mm. so i thought let's let's open the floor to you to talk about whatever you want to talk about for the end of the show consider this our weekly wisdom corner sure well i sort of wanted to talk about obviously going off what we've just said self-love and i know everyone says you need to love yourself for ages i was like this is ridiculous but the past couple of weeks i've actively tried to show myself a little bit more care now i've got a bit of a better grip on my career and my home life and everything I have decided to do a bit more self-love um am I am I on air is yes I just realized I had the wrong because I was like why did why she sounded so distant this whole time apologies had the wrong mic up so that's good why. very good it's we good. love that we We're could hear you here. the whole time I was just like why is it sounding so distant? distant I felt far <laughs> away but here we are um yeah, self-love and taking yourself out on dates, solo dates in the city. I've seen so many videos on that. How Stop. do you get over eating on your own? I've done that for a while, actually. Oh my God, this is what I need to learn. If I can master that, I'll be going on holidays on my own. Honestly, I'm... Like, I have, insane. like, done... Have I gone away on my own? I've... Well, at the weekend, I took myself on a date. Yes, and it was tell me about that. Date. That sounds fun. I took myself to my first ever ballet. Considering I'm a professional dancer, that's ridiculous. Ooh. My first ever ballet at the Royal Opera House. Wow. And I bought myself a last minute ticket. I bought myself an ice cream. I bought myself a programme. Ah. I like went the whole way that. with it. I was going to say you went shopping around Oxford Circus. No, this no, girl no. went to the ballet. I went to the theatre, but I got a really cheap ticket right at the top, but it was right in the middle. I had oh, perfect wow. view. And it was just like, I felt so, um, like a sense of strength within me that I haven't felt before. There is nothing like that feeling. Uh-huh. Like, a few years ago, that would have made me so anxious. I wouldn't have gone. Whereas now, I was like, there's one ticket. I don't want to miss this ballet, which was incredible. Um, I'm going on my own. I love that. So um, I did honestly, it. like, it's just... It's it felt so dream. scandalous. It is. <laughs> it's almost, like, wrong. Like, am I, am I allowed? Am I allowed to be yes. doing this on my own? Yeah, and then I went and got an ice cream in the interval, and I was like, wow. That was lovely. Girl. I treat myself very nicely. Oh. I might just date myself. I've always loved shopping on my own and going places on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... I thank Interfilm because I, I used to be a film reporter for Interfilm and I got used to doing going to screenings on my own and stuff like that. Love that. So then at a young age, I was used to like being in central London, coming out of a screening and thinking, oh, let me just pop into this shop. Let me go shopping. Yeah, yeah. I always loved that feeling, mm-hmm. but it was the food that put me off where like, okay, I'm Eating hungry now. Mm-hmm. What do I do? So even if I like went abroad or went on a trip, I'd be eating somewhere really secluded then or I'd go back to the hotel no and way. eat yeah because the idea of sitting in a restaurant with like surrounded by families who are all like in facing you mm-hmm. but I recognize there are places like especially in Japan where it's designed for solo eaters yeah. where you're like facing a wall or in a cubicle and I love that and I wish it was more common but you know no one actually cares no so one the cares the person that cares is you yeah so like you said you'll be surrounded by families they'll all be dealing with their own family stuff, mm. they prob- they may not have even, like, noticed that 
They don't. You're they there. don't care because yeah, when I care. see it, I don't care. Exactly. I know. It's just me. Uh huh. I can't escape it. I feel like it's again. It's an anxiety thing where it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But the thought of it is just oh, it makes me. You shudder. can always ease yourself into it by like mm-hmm. taking a book or something, or like taking work. I do. I will eat oh, on my own. Oh, true. And if I've got work. my laptop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if I'm really busy and I need lunch, but I need to work. That's a really good way to sort of do it and not feel so anxious because you feel like you that's have a purpose true. yeah that's true or even get netflix <laughs> and start watching netflix while i'm eating <laughs> actually that might help but then again i don't know i'd be a bit like people watching but if you're like mm. me you know just text me i feel like i'm the only one sometimes everyone i talk oh. to they're like no it's fine i'm like is it it's Am I the only one? but it's also good like having that time alone to actually enjoy being solo in a restaurant so like people watching it's oh, so true. much fun. Again, I'd be facing the floor. I'd be like, I can't make eye contact. No! No eye contact. Oh, my gosh. Or you can even... What I like to do when I'm on the tube on my own is look at people's shoes mm-hmm. and then guess what they look like from their shoes. <gasps> oh, that's fun. So that's good. Oh, so I'm going to do that on the way home. You're present. You're in the moment. You're not staring at a screen. Yeah. But you're not, you don't feel self-conscious about looking at people's faces or eye contact. That's true, because even on the train, you know, you zone out and you just look somewhere on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's like, at least you're making that a little bit proactive, almost. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. It's fun. It's a good, fun. like, little game of yourself. And then you see your own prejudices yeah and like where your mind goes and the stereotypes That's you see true. in your head and then, then you can like yeah. bring more awareness to your own social yeah, yeah like yeah. social um prejudice yeah that's ha- that's so empowering. That is really empowering. Even just like a little thing of like you know that's that game people used to play of like seeing people in a park and imagining what their lives are when they go back home. Oh, that's so again, good. Again, like it's that. like where are these prejudices coming from? Why are you assuming this yes, person has exactly. kids? Why are you assuming this person's yourself. a player? Like yeah, yeah. It's good to check yourself. I love that. Do that, guys. And I think that's a great little exercise to end the show on. Yeah, for sure. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. The tube ride home. And with that, before we um, go and catch our trains, yes, absolutely. Do you have our affirmation? Yes. Um. Wait. Let me think. Go for it. Wait. 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 Okay. Okay. I deserve to love myself. Oh, beautiful and perfect. Perfect for today's topic. Do you want to repeat that one more time for those yeah. in the back? For those at the back, I deserve to love myself. Thank you. Because Georgie. you do. You, you do. really do. And on that note we're gonna we're gonna go home we're gonna let you guys go rest go eat your dinner mm-hmm. do what you gotta do have a lovely week ahead and join us next week because it is drum roll drum oh. roll georgie and it's a shame you won't be here but it's our one year anniversary no of empress hour oh my gosh and i'm not gonna be here i know so oh, it's that's a shame. so exciting though but we've this is our own mini celebration yes so i'm glad we caught you a week before but next week is officially like i think it's like by one day difference of our wow, first show okay. but it's our one year and i'm gonna be emotional because i actually can't believe how fast the year went it's a long time and we're not even close to finishing guys so i i can't believe we managed to get this much out of it mm-hmm. never thought it would be so smooth sailing finding weekly guests and planning all the content and like I'm actually going to cry, but like I've met so many amazing people. Oh. I've met you, and I just so much has come out of it that I never ever thought would. So I'm very, very yeah. grateful. I'm going to start crying. So oh, she's go. crying, everyone. I'm going to start crying. Send her home. Get I'm on the tube. Home. Bye, guys. <laughs> See you next week. Perfect song choice for the conversation we just <laughs> had to say that.